There's nothing that catches our God off guard. There are no accidents with God. Did it ever occur to you that that nothing ever occurred to God? Think about that for a moment. Why? Because God and only God is at perfect peace. And God's, so knowing that God is a God of perfect peace, there's nothing that rivals him. There's no equal opposite. Satan is not God's equal opposite. There are no equals to God. So understand, number one, that, that there is the peace of God. Number two, I want you to understand this. Knowing that there's peace of God, we can have peace from God. I want you to write that down if you're a note taker. God is at peace, and therefore, because God is at peace, we can have peace from God. That's what John chapter 14 was all about when he was talking to his disciples right before he was getting ready to ascend back to heaven to be with his father. So this peace from God, it's offered to everyone. Yet red, yellow, black, and white, uh, rich, poor. Uh, it does not matter, young and old. It's all, let me give you a few verses for that. Look with me at 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse number 1. It says this, that the grace to you and peace. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse number 2 says, Grace to you and peace from God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 2 John, uh, verse number 3, a little, little small book of 2 John. Look with me at verse number 3. It says, Grace, mercy, and peace will be with us from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. See, the peace that I'm talking about that comes from God now, knowing that God is peace and there is peace that comes from God, this peace that comes from God is, not, is given to us directly by God and no one else. It's not a program. It's not a 12-step program. It's nothing like that. It comes from God Almighty. The world's peace that they give us is often based upon distraction. Well, it kind of goes like this. If we can distract you from the issue, then you will have peace, such as maybe we'll, we'll give, you a, um, give you a pill to help you sleep better. And that works for a while, but it's what? It's temporary because you've got to awake. Or maybe they will show you things on the media to try to distract you uh, from the real issue. That's the world's way of causing, of getting, trying to give you peace in unsettling times. Or maybe they will de deliberate, give deliberate blindness, such as lies, and not tell the truth. Jesus says the truth will set you free, not cause you to be in darkness. And so the world's way of trying to give you peace is escape from it. How about this? Have you ever said, I just need a break from this work environment. I just need to get away from there. I just need to get away. What are you, what are you saying to yourself? You're saying that I need temporary peace. It's because you're going to come right back to that rat race. Uh, this time that we're in right now where we're kind of isolating ourselves and distancing ourselves, there will come a time where that will cease to, to exist because of, of the, the gains that we're making and the grounds that we're making. And so the world is saying, you know, escape from this trouble and, 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 or even this, refuse to, to think about it. You know, all these things is the way the world gives someone's peace. No one can give you lasting peace other than God Almighty. The Bible says that when faith, with faith in God, you can have an untroubled heart in a world. There was once a king who offered a, 
a prize to an artist in his land for a picture uh, that he wanted painted. And it was the picture that best portrayed perfect peace. All the artists in the land brought their paintings to the king, and he viewed each one of them. There were two that really stood out in the king's mind. One was that, that of, a, of a tranquil lake, and its reflections of the lake reflected the, the mountains around it, the lofty mountains and the, and the fluffy white clouds around it. And everyone that viewed that picture said, this is the picture that really is going to get the king's interest. And it did. And he looked at this and he took it as one of the finalists. And everyone said, this out of all the pictures is a perfect picture of peace. But yet there was another picture that the king took and set aside. It was a picture that had rugged mountains with dark clouds rain falling, the skies were darkened, and lightning was flashing. And down the side of of the mountain ran a waterfall. And the king looked closely at the waterfall, and he noticed a crack in one of the rocks there at the waterfall. And in that crack was growing a tiny bush. And in that bush was a mother bird that had had used that branch of of that bush and had built her nest there. In the midst, it was behind the waterfall, and there in the midst of all the water coming down, uh, the angry water sat this mother bird in her nest in perfect peace. We can be at peace because God is at peace. God says, I'm not fearful about anything. You won't find anything in the Bible, and the Bible's the book that tells us about God, that there's anything that God is fearful of. God says, I'm not worried, I'm not upset, I'm not anxious, I'm not unsure, I'm not nervous. The peace that Jesus gives us, being the Son of God, is not the absence of trouble, but rather the confidence that He is always with us in the trouble. He is there over us. He is there watching over us. I love what the book of Isaiah, how he portrays this. Chapter number 26, look at this with me. He says, you will, talking about God, keep him in what? Perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. Isn't that wonderful? Boy, if you have an old-fashioned hard copy of the Bible, I want you to underline that, highlight it, circle it, put it in quotations. Isaiah chapter number 26 God will keep him in perfect peace. And as his children, I don't know about you, but how many of you want to be in perfect peace? Are you like me? I need that. Even as a pastor, I want God's perfect peace. You know, as a child of God, you can feel safe because God is over you. If anything falls, it's going to be on his shoulders. Someone say, Pastor, I I don't know about my future. Listen, your faith is not in the future. Your faith is in the Father. That's where our faith is to be. So we can have, we can, we can be people that, that are able to sleep at night when the world is worrying about a, a virus. Why? Because God is over us. The Bible says that there is, there, is, there is peace of God. And because God is at peace, there can be peace from God. But I want to leave you with this thought. There's another peace that we need to have in our lives, and that is, write this down. This is peace with God. Out of all the peace, that's, that's really first base. We need to have peace with God. The Bible says that there is no peace, in the book of Isaiah, says the Lord to the wicked. 
peace with God. You can never have the peace of God until you have peace with God. Now you say, Pastor, I don't understand that. Well, let me say it like this. That means to have peace with God is saying that we are not at peace with God unless we have Him in our lives. Now listen to that. Not everyone is at peace with God. Let me ask you this morning, are you at peace with God? And can you answer that question, yes or no? Hopefully you can say yes with an explanation point behind it. But if you can't, then there's a way to make peace with God. There's a way to establish a relationship with God Almighty and have Him to be the leader of your life. And that, that from that point on, there has to be a specific point, not just you grow into it, not just because you're, you're living in a home where your mother, your father, your grandfather, they have faith in God. You can't ride your faith on their coattails of faith. You have to establish your own relationship with God. That's how you have peace with God. Do you have peace with God? Because if you're not, there's only one other alternative. It's the enemy of God. You don't want to be an enemy of God because we never win that battle. And we fight many times against God, not even knowing who we're fighting against because there's only one of two kingdoms. It's a kingdom of light or there's a kingdom of darkness. This is what the Bible says, and I'll read you a verse here from Romans chapter 5, verse number 10. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. We were once God's enemies. Now, that is what we may not have seemed like open enemies to God. I mean, I've never heard anyone say, yes, I'm an enemy of God. I've never heard that before. I don't know if anyone would ever say that. But in reality, we certainly do not give him the full allegiance that is due him as as an unbeliever. That's why we're his enemy. And we resist his rule over our lives. Well, I'm not going to go to church, we say, as, as, a, as a, I believe in God, but that belief doesn't, doesn't dictate ultimate allegiance to him. I, folks, let me tell you something. Don't fool yourself in this. You're either in the family of God or you're not in the family of God. You're either saved or you're lost. There's no in-between. You're either a faithful follower of Jesus Christ or you're not a follower of Jesus Christ. I don't know how how plain to say that. I think Romans chapter 5, verse number 10, I'm not saying that. I'm just repeating what the Bible says to you. So when you establish a relationship with, with Jesus, you can have peace with God. It's only by a son. Jesus says that I am the way and the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father but by me. That's John chapter 14, uh, verse, I mean chapter 10 as well. So God's great mercy is held out to everyone. He's not choosing who is saved and who is lost, who's a Christian and who is not a Christian. Uh, I don't believe that. I believe that God's love is for whosoever will. The Bible says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That doesn't mean that he, 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 God gave his son only for America. God gave his son only for Europe. God gave his only begotten son for the world. That whoever, whoever, the old King James says, whosoever, however you want to say that, whoever does what? Believe in him. Surrender your life to him. Not just believe the facts, but accept those facts and allow those facts 
to surrender your heart to God. When you surrender your life to Christ, that's when you have peace with God. I have peace with God, but I can't speak for you. It's my heart's desire. Like, old, like Billy Graham, the late Billy Graham used to say, that was his life mission for everyone to have peace with God. I can't do that for you. I would like to. Only you can make that decision. Would you do that this morning? You say, Pastor, I don't know how to do that. What's simply talking to God? You don't have to see him. You don't have to hear him. You just do it all by faith. And it's a simple prayer. It's a prayer of confession that I've led many people that had the opportunity to lead them through the years in doing that. And I want to do that with you at this time. Right there where you sit, looking at that monitor, would you just focus on God and pray something like, God, I know that I am not in right relationship with you. And at this point, I confess that I am a sinner by nature and practice and do not deserve your forgiveness. I do not deserve your mercy. But I ask that you would forgive me and that you would have mercy upon me. And I give my life to you. I surrender my life to you at this point. I've reached out to other things and I've tried other things, but now I'm reaching out to you and I want to give you my life, whatever that means. And from this day forward, I want to follow you now. If you pray to prayer something like that, say it however you want it. God, you have to believe. You have to believe God hears you. God tells us that he hears the prayer of repentance, and God is not a liar. The most important thing for you and I to get across today is that we have peace with God. Why? Because when we have peace with God, we can have the peace that is of God and the peace that is from God. And I'm telling you, Although you cannot hear hear him, see him, and touch him, God is here. God is right there with you. Would you reach out today? I pray that you will. You'll never regret that decision. And you can have the peace of God. You can have the peace with God. God bless you.